chance to feel like heroes too Forever we'll win And if we should lose We know someday we'll go all the way Yeah, someday we'll go all the way Welcome to Holy Cow, a Cup podcast. I'm your host, Sean Holland. Our guest today is Bryce Weiler, who is a disability advocate. He's also announced several uh, professional games. He's a color analyst. Uh, he's blind, and he tells, you know, the pretty cool way that he uh, announces all these games. He's also part of the Beautiful Live Project, which works through disability, people with disabilities in sports, and helps them get, you know, access to the sports experience everyone else has. And as, I don't know if I mentioned on here, but I mentioned in this podcast, I'm in a wheelchair, so I feel closely tied to this, but overall it's a very interesting interview, and here is Bryce. Okay, Bryce, welcome to Holy Cow, it comes podcast. Glad to have you on, this, on the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Sean. Okay, so I guess I'll just, uh, you contacted me and with this very interesting story, so uh, you're um, the disability consultant for the Baltimore Orioles, but I just thought uh, you could tell all my listeners uh, uh, your story and what you're uh, trying to do with your foundation. I was born four months premature with an eye condition called retinopathy of prematurity, which caused me to be blind either through too much light or too much oxygen while I was in the hospital. The retinas in my eyes detached, which caused me to be blind. And growing up, listening to sports on the radio was something that was very important to me. I've actually listened to Pat Hughes commentating many Chicago Cubs games. Pat is actually one of my favorite sports broadcasters and a good friend of mine as well. I really enjoy how he can create visual pictures in my head of the action happening on the field. And every time that I commentate sports on the radio as a blind sports broadcaster, that is how I try to commentate so people can have pictures in their mind of what is happening uh, during the game. But during my time in college at the University of Evansville, the former Aces head men's basketball coach, Marty Simmons, gave me the opportunity to sit on his men's basketball bench and and gave me the chance to be able to experience sports with shooting free throws before the games, learning how to dribble, pass, and other basketball activities. Uh, I've Since 2016, I've been Baltimore's um, disability consultant. I've helped the Orioles make Camden Yards more accessible for people of all disabilities. Uh, two, two years ago, on September 18th, 2018, the Orioles became the first team in sports to wear Braille, on their jerseys to honor people who are blind and to show the importance of people who are blind learning how to read Braille. And that was something that I set up with them, set up that program, helped the 150 patrons who are visually impaired or blind who came to that game have a great experience. And then last year in 2019, we gave fans of all disabilities the opportunity to play on the field with Orioles players and coaches at Camden Yards. And, and we have some some more interesting programs planned for when it's safe to be doing that again. But with the Beautiful Labs Project, which I am the co-founder of, we work to give people of all disabilities the opportunity to live their dreams by taking part in programs in sports, art, cheerleading, dance, ballet, and many programs across the country. On the sports side of things, people with disabilities have the, have the opportunity to play on the field with a 
high school baseball or softball team or a college team or a professional team learning how to hit, throw, run the bases and other baseball and softball activities. And I thought some of your uh, people listening who are Cubs fans or, or, or baseball fans in general might want to give people with, with disabilities the opportunity to play on the field with their team. So that was one of the main reasons why I, I reached out to contact you. Plus, I always enjoy talking about my friend Pat Hughes, the voice of the Chicago Cubs. Well, if you can't think of a better example of someone to be a good, you know, ambassador for that kind of thing than Pat, than Pat Hughes, because... As everyone knows, he can really, really paint a picture. So it's pretty awesome that he's been supportive of you. He's really supported what I've been doing and, and just growing up listening to him and now being able to call him whenever I like. It's something that's really important to me. And he does so well supporting baseball and supporting young broadcasters. He's always willing to help other broadcasters that I am friends with or, or other broadcasters who who want to reach out to him, he's always willing to talk with them. And that's important for anyone working in, in any line of work to be willing to help other people trying to be successful in that line of business. Yeah, yeah. So now I'll, I'll ask you a little bit. What's it like to broadcast a game? How do you do it and just everything about it? When I commentate a game as a blind sports broadcaster, I will – study the style of the play-by-play broadcaster that I am working with to determine to determine if they talk a lot or if they tell stories or if they're better at, at telling stats. I will also visit with the coach of, of each team to learn more about their playing styles. I will listen to each team's previous couple of games as well. And I will research all the players on on the internet to learn their stats and memorize their their life stories. In addition, when I'm commentating baseball or softball, I ensure that there's a good crowd microphone behind home plate so I can hear the sound of the ball hitting the catcher's glove or hitting the dirt or being hit into fair play. So if I'm giving a stat or a story and something happens, I can call what that pitch is. So the play-by-play broadcaster does not have to jump in and say something. Yeah, so it's one of those things. It's just the more you work on it, the better you get. And just, you know, do it over and over again, and eventually you get to be a pro at it. It's definitely something we're practicing. It has helped me out a lot after 150 games. I'm definitely much better than when I first started in February 2011. Yeah, I bet. So, um as disability consultant to the Orioles, what's some of the latest things you've been working on? You know, like, um, have you been reaching out for, like, I know the Cubs had a problem with, like, getting up to the ADA specifications and stuff with some of their seating and stuff. So is that an issue for the Orioles, too? We've been planning programs for the future. I have been ensuring that that um, Baltimore staff has been ready to help people of all disabilities. I've, I've trained the ushers in the past how to work with people who are blind and, and visually impaired on the day when the Orioles wore Braille on their jerseys. The Cubs actually have a part-time staff member who works as a disability consultant of sorts, but 
He only helps people during home games. And I tried to get the Cubs to hire someone full-time, but it was not something they were interested in doing, uh, uh, unfortunately. But I hope it's something that they change in the future because there's more to do than just helping people at, at home games. Yes, well, I will give you some full disclosure. I've been in a wheelchair since I was 12 years old, so I know the ins and outs of all this stuff. And I go to a lot of baseball games. And some places are much better set up than other places. The wheelchair seats at Wrigley Field were not the greatest. I hope they've been upgraded since I went about 15 years ago. But, yeah, it's something that if you don't – it's not a problem for you. You don't think about it. But if it is, it's something you pay attention to. The problem for Major League Baseball and for sports in general, but just talking about baseball with you now, is I'm friends with the Major League Commissioner, Rob Manfred, and I cannot get Rob to set league-wide standards for what what types of programs teams have to do for all disabilities. So teams typically do well for, say, two to three disabilities, maybe fans with autism and a couple other groups. They'll do everything for those one or two, sometimes three groups, but there's typically between nine and 10 groups that teams have to think about and they, and their, their work and the access that they give to all disabled groups in the range of, I would say nine to 10 groups. When you think about different variations of people who may be deaf or different levels of autism or different levels of someone who's blind or, or visually impaired or someone who, who uses a wheelchair or who uses a walker, Teams do not do everything for every disability, and that's really unfortunate, and that's something that needs to change. Yeah. So I'm glad that people like you are out there working on it and, you know, talking to people like the commissioner and stuff and getting on their case. Hopefully it will get through somehow. It just takes more days such as the Orioles wearing Braille on their jerseys that gets national media attention and and days where it goes beyond whoever wins or 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 who loses that game I can't even tell you who won that game on September 18 2018 when the Orioles played the the Blue Jays because the most important thing for that day was showing people who are blind that whether you become blind if you're born blind or if you become blind partway through your life through sickness or through tragedy or through some type of an accident that it's okay to learn how to read braille and learning how to read braille can open the entire world up to you and it's programs like that that change people's lives and go beyond sports and that's what more sports teams need to do that's what all sports teams need to do yes that's very that's i full full fully support that so i was going to ask um if people want to donate or help your Cause, where would they go? They can always go to our website, which is www.beautifullives.org. All of the money from people donating goes to help set up new chapters across the country. We're always looking for new Beautiful Lives Project chapter presidents to help make the dreams of people of all disabilities come true in large cities or small towns. People do not have to have any past experience working with people who have disabilities. They just need a passion to help people of all disabilities to live their dreams in life. We can train people how to fundraise. We can train them how to set up various um, events and programs, how to find hosts to host their various programs, and how to find individuals of all disabilities to 
participate. We do not have any 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 age limit on our events across the country, and people of of any disability can participate in these programs. People can email me if they would like as well. My email is Bryce at beautifullives.org, B-R-Y-C-E at beautifullives.org. They could follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is at Bryce Weiler at B-R-Y-C-E, W-E-I-L-E-R. Our nonprofit Twitter for the Beautiful Lives Project is at Butte Lives Proj, at B-E-A-U-T-L-I-V-E-S-P-R-O-J. People can also call me as well, and they can call me at 669-BLP-HOPE, 669-257-4673, 669-257-4673-669-BLP-HOPE. All right, so I guess I'm going to ask you, just because for fun, what are your thoughts on the baseball season this year? Who do you think is well, going to take take it all? I have not been listening to any Major League Baseball games this season because I do not like fake crowd noise. I uh-huh. find it very frustrating. I have enjoyed listening to Major League soccer matches and to uh, soccer matches over in, in Europe where they do not use fake crowd noise. I just think the fake crowd noise is silly when there's no fans at the game. Why are we faking a crowd? Uh, being someone who cannot see, getting that extra sound is something that I've really enjoyed and something that I wish I could have all the time. Um, I do miss having fans at the stadium for the sake of my consulting role with Baltimore and, mm-hmm. and for the other teams that I'm helping out in the future, such as some 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 Major League Soccer teams. But for the understanding of the sporting event and for, for my overall um, um, enjoyment of listening to the games, no fa- having no fans there and being able to hear so much of what's happening in the games when people don't use fake crowd noise has, has changed my life and, and really given me a new opportunity to experience sports. It actually reminds me of when I was sitting on the Evansville basketball bench and I could hear everything. So the frustrating thing about the fake crowd noise is it's typically on about a four to five minute loop. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening for a half inning, every six minutes, you hear the same whistle or the same small child yelling or doing something. Yeah, I could, I could see how that would get annoying. So what are your major league soccer? Who's your team? I don't really have a favorite major league soccer team. I just listen to to uh, many of the matches and there's one team that I'm going to be consulting for next season who I can't really share about now. Okay. I've started studying their matches more and learning more about their players and coaches because I'm going to do playing on the field programs to give people who have disabilities the opportunity to play on the field with their team. Uh, speaking about interesting things with the broadcasting this year, segmenting to another sport for a second. On the basketball side of things, I don't know why when listening on the NBA radio broadcasts on the Sirius XM app, I, you don't get the sound of the ball hitting the rim or swishing through the net. For whatever reason, NBA teams do not have basket microphones this year. Mm-hmm. I would say one good thing for Major League Baseball games, you can at least still hear the sound of the ball hitting the glove or the bat, and you can sometimes hear, hear it even better, such as hearing when somebody throws the ball over to first and the first baseman mm-hmm. catching the ball. So you do get a, a few more sounds even, even with the fake crowd noise. And 
I have noticed from the few Pittsburgh Pirates games that I've listened to, I have listened to some of their home games. The Pirates tend to, to not have their fake crowd noise turned up very loud. So I've actually enjoyed listening to Pirates home games. And I have put on Pat Hughes for a little bit just because I love listening to him. But the fake crowd noise drives me crazy. So <laughs> I can only get through three innings even even with my favorite broadcaster, Pat Hughes. Yeah. Well, this is all very this has all been very interesting stuff. And I'm glad that you um came on my podcast to talk to me. Maybe we can have you and Pat Hughes back on to talk a little bit more about the Cubs, but it's uh, been really enjoyable having you on here. Yeah, thanks for what you do hosting a podcast and for giving me the opportunity to come on if there's Anywhere I can help you with the friends that I know in baseball or in sports to help get more listeners to listen to your podcast, I would be glad to to do that because I know there's lots of podcasts out there and, and everybody's trying to get as many listeners as possible. So mm-hmm. I hope I was able to help you get more people interested in the work that you're doing. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to share what I do to help people with disabilities to live their dreams. And, and maybe we can meet up one day at a Beautiful Lives Project program as well. Okay. Thank you very much, Bryce. So again, that's the beautiful Lives Project is Bryce's charity group. And I, of course, am STH85 on Twitter. You can email the podcast, holycowpod at gmail.com. Subscribe on the Apple Podcast app and you know, Stitcher, Spotify, we're a few places. And yeah, we're going to try to get some more guests. This crazy baseball season moves on, but as always, thank you for listening.